Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroney for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And today, what I'd like to discuss with you all is with all the negatives that are in the economy, do you sit back and wait before you make moves in regards to property investing? Before I get into this topic, just a general disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So let's talk about the economy and what's actually happening and some of the negatives that are being brought in place right now. And I've been discussing a few of these over the last couple of days. And we wanna really think about what it is for us as investors, what we need to plan and strategize moving forward and making sure that we are still looking and overviewing what's happening in the marketplace but are you actually gonna sit back and wait? Now at times when we're investing, we've gotta consider all of the things that are going on in the economy, in property, in the potential risk factors, in the potential growth that we're gonna have in our investments. So, and obviously cash flow that we're gonna generate from this particular investment as well. And all that needs to be considered before making our move. So doing that due diligence that is required, and part of that due diligence is the research about the market, And there is people that are obviously in that situation or have a personality that they like to analyze each and every step of the process or each and every research document that is out there. Then you go into a point where you actually may never actually make a move. So that again is a a self-assessment or self-awareness around your, you know, what you are as a person, as an investor, and do you need other people to help you in that way? And someone who likes to take action on uh, on a whim and, and just dive straight in, probably needs someone in the back as a balance for them to think about some of the decision-making that they are, learn from and reflect on their past experience and think about how they're gonna develop into that next investment opportunity. So all that needs to be considered. And I guess there is a, a lot of negatives that are in the economy right now. So I wanted to go into this a little bit deeper and explore some of the things that are happening uh, now in the economy and also that have happened in the recent history to get a gauge for ourselves what we actually do right now. So the first point I'd like to make is if you did wait three years ago um, and not buy in the Sydney property market, from around mid 2016, maybe even early 2016, the prices are actually cheaper now than they were back then. So that's three years ago. Um, And it's a little bit different if you're considering as yourself, you might be a a home buyer versus an investor. So as a home buyer, if you bought during that frenzy market during 2015-16, you might find that the price is actually cheaper now and you bought toward, you know, at or towards the peak of the market. So the absolute peaks came around probably early to mid 2017. So even buying at some of those levels that were not quite at the peak, you might find that the prices are still cheaper now than they were three years ago. And it's really uh, a testament to those people that are actually in and involved around the market that don't get caught up in that frenzy activity that was happening in 2015-16. They held back for a little bit. They may have rented or maybe in a situation that they weren't gonna move on their property transaction um, straight away and actually think about 
what can potentially happen in future. There were some things that were changing in the economy and we've got a sense that now that has rung true in terms of especially with the tighter lending market that we do have in place. And that's where we've pulled back and affordability was gonna be an issue, but with the tighter lending, it's made it even worse. And like I've said in the past, not only did they put the brake on this time in terms of lending, but they've pulled up the handbrake as well and made it a situation where it's just extremely hard for people to be put in a position to service some of these loans that are available from some of the lenders out there. So that's the consideration in terms of property prices and using Sydney as an example of what is going to happen. But if you go around all the markets around Australia, you want to get a sense of where the growth is going to happen in the next three to five years. Uh, are you getting the sense that it is a great time to buy right now for the future growth? And that might come in terms of not thinking about the median or average prices around for the city of on an ongoing basis, but you might get the deal that is fantastic and way below the median price of what's happening in that suburb. But on a whole, some of the if you look at the average or the median of a whole suburb, you might find the prices are still increasing but you've got this absolute bargain and that's what you probably want to be looking at. It's not about those mediums or averages, it's about how you get that particular deal that really stacks up, that actually can move yourself and get that instant equity and that's what we focus on as buyers agents in this marketplace to try and get those properties under market value, get that instant equity in place and see on that particular property where we can even manufacture the growth sometimes and that might be through a renovation through a granny flat or a whole development of that site so there's a lot of considerations around that the second point i'd like to make is the election that's coming up in may could be a game changer for investors um, especially in the next 12 to 18 months after the election happens now we've just heard the results of uh, a labor press conference or media attention that they've had today around that negative gearing capital gains tax changes that are going to be moved uh, or implemented if they do get put into power. Um, they're looking at a, a mark of 1 January 2020 as starting that effect on established houses, not to for any investors buying after that time to be able to negative gear their properties and get the tax savings on those. And also in a situation where you're selling some of those newly well, newly purchased properties, I should say recently purchased properties after 20, uh, January 2020, I should say 1 January 2020, that if you bought it after that time, any capital gains that you had are taxed at, or the, the reduction on the capital gains only at 25%, as opposed to what you're seeing now for any properties bought prior to January 1, 2020, which would be at 50% discount. So there's a significant changes. I guess that's where the, the deadline is looked to be set at the moment from the Labor Party in what's been coming out in the media through today. So it's it'll be interesting to see how that generates uh, up to the election and how people vote, and then if Labor gets in after the election. So an interesting one, and I can see why a lot of people, especially investors, are sitting back on their hands right now and really are not doing too much because there is a lot of uncertainty around this right now. And this is a major topic for investors and for home buyers. 
and for people in the property industry, a big factor that people need to realize around, around now. The third one uh, point I'd like to make is with a lot of people sitting back, there is actually less competition out there. There are more bargains to be had in the property market right now. And I've spoken about the opportunities that we are experiencing as buyers agents in the Brisbane market where there is not too much going on in terms of um, buyers out there and about trying to uh, snap up some of these deals. We are seeing that a lot of the competition, a lot of our off-market sales that we're looking to do, or a lot of sales that have been listed for quite some time are having to reduce in price to get their property sold. So it's a big factor that we're looking at at the moment, and it's a big reason why people are coming forward to potentially snap up those deals. So it's the savvy investors that will act during these times when there's lower competition. And like I said earlier, even if the median price is $500,000 for that particular suburb, but if you get something at 450 or 420 or even 400, you've put some instant equity into your investment or it straight away. So you've made or taken that low risk approach of taking something below market value and if you did have to sell down the track, you the chances are that you're going to sell it above uh, what you've purchased it before, unless you're a highly motivated seller. And that's what we want to get away from as investors being highly motivated. That's where people like buyers agents come through and look to get these um, bargain prices. And as an investor, we want to gear you up so you're not having to sell properties um, straight away if something does happen. Or you can actually be in a position if you did sell quickly that you might alleviate some of the losses on a property because you've taken in um, taken on that instant equity play um, through the purchase as well. So a lot to consider about what's going on. There is a lack of competition, like I said. We do need to be uh, really aware about what actually happens in the election, whether Labor gets in or not. And then um, I guess in terms of the what has actually happened in the Sydney property market, you know, it was a good factor of some people if they're home buyers and they were in a situation uh, in 2015 and 16 of renting, if they sat and wait till now, well, that the prices are actually a little bit, a lot lower than they were back then. So you might see that sort of thing happening. It might be a case in point. And if you strategize and plan yourself in the right way and you see, foresee what's going on or foresee some of the changes that are going to happen, and you do some research about what's happening in the property markets and listen to those, some of those podcasts and watch some of the videos that are out there in the, about property, you can get a good sense of really what's happening and you might be able to gear yourself up to make that decision whether to sit and wait or to act at certain times. And on the back of that, sitting and waiting, you do need to realize that at some point you want to be taking action. I've seen people sit and wait for a number of years to get into investing and never make that decision. Then they look back and say, I wish I'd bought four or five years ago. I would wish I bought 20 years ago. So avoid that circumstance. But at times in periods of three to six months or 12 months, maybe some inaction might help you in your circumstances. So you've got to assess that, assess that all the way through. Hopefully that's helped you in regards to what's going on in the property market, some of the negatives that are in the economy. If you want to speak about this further, do give me a call on our, or talk about your circumstances. My number is 0400 332 377 and thanks for tuning in.
The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.